You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having a great week. I hope you've taken some time to just congratulate yourself for making it to the middle of the week. I know there's been a lot going on and we always have so many responsibilities, but it is crucial that you take some time to look back and just congratulate yourself and be grateful that you are not where you once were and that you are standing in the middle of an answered prayer. And so Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you guys so much. We just hit 10,000 listens on the podcast and we only launched in September. So I am super excited. Thank you for all of you who tune in weekly, who share the links with your friends and who just continue to support the show. I am extremely grateful. I read every single review and it just warms my heart. So if you haven't already left a review, I would love to hear how you like the show So if you could just pause for a quick second, leave me a quick review and a rating, I would really appreciate it. This really helps more people to find our show. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about discipline. And as I'm recording this, I don't have a title for it. But if I did, it would be called Step Up Your Discipline. This is going to be a very confrontational episode. Y'all know that when God deals with me, I have to deal with y'all because we're family and we're going to endure together. So before I dive deep into the points, I kind of want to set the stage and be very transparent with you guys about where I am and how we even got to this topic of discipline. So in the beginning of the year, I usually always pick a word to focus on, but this year I picked three words to focus on, and those words were discipline, consistency, and stewardship. Now, all of them pretty much tie into each other, but I just realized that going throughout my life, I've pretty much been a, a disciplined person. I've been a very consistent person. But this year, I started to notice that God was requiring more of me in these areas. There comes a point where, you know, how you have been, how you have been operating will not sustain you for where you're going. And so I started to become more aware of that as my body started becoming more burnt out, as my routines that I had in place weren't really working anymore. And the different outlets that I was, you know, trying to maintain, they just were not able to maintain the new level of responsibility, the new priorities and the new direction that God had for my life. And so One thing I'm really big on is constantly improving. I am a highly self-aware person. I love learning. I love reading. And I'm pretty much quiet when I get around different people because I spend a lot of time observing and just listening and trying to gain knowledge from people who are moving in the direction of where I want to go. And so I see all that to say is that it's just highly important for us to continue to remain teachable and coachable. We should never get to a point where we feel like we know everything. And so when I focused on those three points, discipline, consistency, and stewardship, that was in every area of my life. So not just spiritually, my relationship with God, but also, you know, financially, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Just touching on the emotional discipline for a minute, I feel like for the past two months, it has been the most emotionally unstable I've ever felt in my life. And it really kind of caught me off guard because I'm typically a person who can 
get to the root of things very quickly. I'm pretty good at kind of keeping my emotions in check, but this year has been a heavy healing year for me. God has been revealing so much in me that needed to just be addressed. And I felt like in order to let me know that it was something that needed to be addressed, it had to come up. And so I wasn't able really to keep myself together like I normally could. Like I would be in positions where I had been in before, but all of a sudden, like something would trigger me and my emotions would just come out. Like I would get really angry or I would get upset or I would get super anxious. And then I would come to God and I would be like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand why I can't seem to get my emotions together. And he was saying that he needed to reveal those things, like even working on my patience, right? Patience is always an area that I have struggled in. And it's because I typically move very quickly. I'm always in problem solving mode and solution mode. And so when you're in that space, sometimes you don't really realize how fast you're moving. And so you can tend to be impatient with other people. And that was something that God was really working on me with because another thing that I told God I wanted to do this year was work on growing as a leader. This is the first time in the past two years I've been managing multiple teams. I manage a team on my job and I also manage a team in my ministry. And so both of those things were pulling things out of me that I never had to deal with before. So the level of emotional discipline and mental discipline and even physical discipline that is required of me to just be a quality leader was on a whole new scale. And I really had to take some time to just be like, okay, something has to be reworked. Now, in trying to figure out how I can have these levels of discipline, consistency, and stewardship that I need to maintain where I'm going, I had to look at this from a 360 approach. It wasn't enough for me to just increase my time with God because I told you guys that because I'm now a leader and I'm responsible for other people now, um, a lot of people were pulling on me and I wasn't used to that. So the level and the time that I was spending with God before was not enough to keep me sustained when I was constantly running on empty. So I was like, okay, the first area is I have to increase my time with God. And I want to touch on this for a second because I feel like a lot of times when, especially when you're in the beginning of the walk or even when you've been walking with God for a while, I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, I just get in my time with God wherever I can. You know, I don't, you know, if I can get in five minutes, 10 minutes there. And I really want to just push us or stretch us for a moment because I feel like we make time for everything else. We make time to eat. We make time to for other people. We make time to show up to work on time and to make sure that we can do whatever we need to do. We make time to browse through emails. We make time to be on social media. So I feel like it's time for us to kill the excuses for why we can't increase our time with God. We are, there's so much talk about self-care and mindfulness and spending all this time and we can journal and, you know, put on the candles and take a bubble bath. But all of those things are just treating symptoms. It's your time with God that is going to sustain you. That's where you're going to have that healing take place. John 15 and 5 says that I am the vine and you are the branches. This is Jesus talking. And he said, those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And I always sit in this scripture with that part that says, apart from me, apart from Jesus, I can do nothing. So before I even try to increase my time at the gym or change my diet or change, you know, what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, none of that stuff matters if my relationship with God is out of whack. 
none of that matters if I'm not connected to God in the way that I need to be. And again, you can really start to notice when your time with God is not long enough because you will be burnt out so fast. All of a sudden, you'll be finding yourself more agitated than usual. You'll be finding yourself more anxious for no reason. Like you, you might be a typically calm person and all of a sudden, the littlest things are making you anxious. Next thing you know, you're snapping on your family. You're snapping on friends. You're easily offended and you're always tired. Those are signs that you are drained. It's your body telling you you're burnt out. And it's not just physically burnt out, but you are spiritually burnt out and you need to increase your time with God. So anyway, going back to the point where I said I was adjusting this from a 360 view, y'all know I'm pretty much an extremist. I talked about this um, a couple episodes where I realized this. I don't really have a a gray area. I'm either black or white. And that's not the best thing sometimes, but it does result in this level of discipline that God has put in me. And I feel like it's a gift. And so one of the things I decided to do was this challenge called 75 Hard. And before I really go into the details of what the challenge involves, I am not in any way saying that you should take this challenge. I'm just walking you guys through one of the ways that I'm addressing this in a 360. You can take whatever you want from this, but I just want you to understand the principles behind the challenge. So the challenge is started by Andy Frasilla, I believe that's his name. And basically it consists of 75 days of intense mental, emotional, physical training. And at the end of this challenge, you're supposed to be like your best self and you're supposed to have a level of discipline that is pretty much unmatched. And so the challenge consists of two 45 minute workouts, one of them, which has to be outside. You're drinking a gallon of water a day. You're following a specific diet. It's a diet that matches for you. So for me, I'm doing no bread and no dairy. I'm not doing something extreme. Um, you also have to do 10 pages of reading a day. You're going to take a progress picture every day. And then you have no cheat meals. So again, that was a lot. And I'm not recommending that you do this challenge. I'm going to talk to you guys about why I did this challenge. For me, this was a sure way to develop habits in me that will stick because you guys know it takes 21 days to develop a habit. And I feel like 75 days, if it takes 21 days to develop a habit, then after this 75, I should have habits in me that will last the rest of my lifetime. And that's what I'm really focusing on. I'm not focusing on just gaining enough discipline for the month. I've seen the places that God is going to be taking me. I've seen what it requires of me. And so I have to start preparing for these things now. I feel like too often we're so focused on the day by day that we're not actually taking a look at how the things that we do now affect us later in life. I've been really studying in the Bible about how God was raising up leaders and a lot of the times their downfalls were things that they were dealing with since childhood that they had not addressed in their adult life. And it literally manifested in them and caused them to miss out on some of the things that God has called them to do. What you don't deal with now will reveal itself later. I'm going to say that again. What you don't deal with now will reveal itself later. The thing about us is that we're really good at burying things. There were so many emotions that I had buried for years and years and years, and they didn't come to the surface until there was a moment where I was triggered. I have been really studying triggers, like what triggers me to be lazy? What triggers me to be anxious? What triggers me to be offended, right? These are the things that have been coming up that led to what I described as probably the most emotionally unstable two months of my life. I had to get to the root of those things. But before I got to the root, they were things that just literally 
popped up and they didn't pop up out of nowhere. But God was showing me that the things that I had been dealing with, you know, lack of patience, anxiety, uh, struggling with surrendering control, all of those things were things that I had been dealing with from childhood, rejection, right? Um, not being able to trust people. All of those things were things I had dealt with my whole life. And God was has to bring those things to the surface because that is his way of saying enough is enough. You cannot run from this healing anymore. A lot of times we're asking God to take us to the next place and show us the next step. But if we're really honest with ourselves, we don't have the level of discipline, consistency, or stewardship to maintain and sustain us where we're going. We're always so quick to be rushing on to the next thing because we get tired and we get comfortable and content. But really, if we look at the fruit of our lives, a lot of us have not been consistent with what we've already been doing. God has given us an assignment and now because we don't have the passion for it, we just decide, okay, I'm just going to toss it aside and I'm going to work on something else. That's a lack of discipline. When somebody comes up to you and says something out of pocket or they offend you and the first thing that you do is respond in anger, you respond by wilding out, that's a lack of discipline. And God is so concerned about our character. God will never take you somewhere where your character cannot sustain you. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It doesn't matter how gifted you are, how wise you are. God will never take you somewhere where your character cannot sustain you. And that is why discipline is so important. Another word for discipline is self-control. And I absolutely love the definition of self-control. It says that it is the ability to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Again, self-control is the ability to control oneself, in particular, one's emotions and desires, or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. When I tell y'all the past year, I have been in the most uncomfortable, irritating, situations I've ever been in my life. I have been in some of the most hurtful situations in my life this year in particular and the most triggering. And I was like, God, why does it seem like it has just been one thing after another? He's developing discipline. He's teaching me how to control my emotions, how to control my behaviors, how to control my desires. And in order for him to teach me that, he has to put me in these situations. When I'm in situations where I felt like, God, I've been doing this for so long, I don't understand why I'm not seeing any fruit in a particular area, right? For an example, in business, he's like, I'm teaching you discipline to continue to be consistent no matter what you see. Even when it seems like nobody is coming through, I'm teaching you how to be consistent. It's easy to be consistent when everything is going right in your life, but it takes discipline to be consistent when everything is going left. It takes discipline to be consistent in difficult situations. It takes discipline to say no to something that you really desire when you can see it and you have the will to have it. But God says, no, God says, that's not of me. God says that you know better than this. That takes some serious discipline, especially when something that you want is right in your face or it represents itself after you've denied yourself multiple times. That is discipline. And that is the fruit that God is producing in you. And it's probably why you've been so irritated and frustrated and so just over it. 
Because discipline is about training. God has to train us to be disciplined. There is training involved in maintaining a routine that will set you up for the rest of your life. There is training involved in learning how to overcome offense and deal with rejection. There's training involved when God is healing you, when God is raising you up, when he's creating something in the earth that's not there. There is discipline and training involved in that process. And one of the things that I love about discipline is that it's very similar to self-control, right? And we know that self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And it says in Galatians 5, 22 verses 23, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The Holy Spirit produces those things in us. And if we know anything about walking by the Spirit is that the flesh and the Spirit are always at war. The flesh never wants to do what the Holy Spirit wants. And so we constantly find ourselves in this mental battle. And that is what led me to do this extreme challenge, y'all, because I realized that in order to walk in these fruits of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was, I was going to have to allow the Holy Spirit to work through in every area of my life. That meant changing the way I was eating so that I have the energy to get up. That meant changing the way that I work out so I can increase it and have more energy, have more mental clarity. That mean I needed to increase, you know, my time reading so I could continue to learn and be a good steward of the information that God has given me. And I needed to develop these habits now because it's too late to train for a place that you're already in. When there's a battle coming, when there's a war coming and you're trying to figure out how to fight in the middle of the war, you don't have time for that. You need to prepare now. And that is what discipline is. It's being proactive instead of reactive. It's not waiting till stuff hits the fan in your life to realize you need to make a change. It's being sensitive to when the Holy Spirit is bringing something to your attention so you can deal with it now. So before we go and ask God for anything else, we need to be praying to God, God, help me to develop the discipline, consistency, and stewardship that I need right now for where you're taking me. Don't show me another step until my character is ready to sustain me for where you're taking me. God, remove those things on the inside of me that are manifesting whenever I'm in a difficult situation. God, teach me these things now. That is what we need to be shifting in. And once we begin to walk in those, a lot of that anxiety about why we're not where we want to be yet will fade away because we'll be so intentional on just being developed where we are. So again, you don't need more knowledge. You don't need a new idea. You need to be disciplined and consistent where you are, and you need to be a good steward over what God has given you. It doesn't matter if he's giving you something huge or he's giving you something small. We have to be faithful over little and he will give us much. And just before I end this episode, I want to tell y'all the Death 75 Hard Challenge is hard as I don't know what, okay? They don't call it 75 hard for no reason. Them first two days of the 45-minute workouts, I felt like I was about to pass out. But I do not care because I am committed to birthing the woman that God has called me to be at all costs. And I'm going to look snatched by the end of the challenge anyway. But this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Now, I know you know at least one person that needs to hear this episode, so send the link to them. Send the link in your group chats and get your friends together so you can get accountability to start really focusing on this new level of discipline. And I think you're going to be amazed by the results that God is going to produce. So I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.